0: We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener.
1: Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before- I'm
0: fucking drunk.
1: God damn it! Ah! <laughs> hot, 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 hot. Hot
0: drinks. Hot, 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 hot. Hot drinks. So I'm already drunk. Like and subscribe.
1: Like you guys. Oh my god! Did you hear that? You guys. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Existence. Oh my God! Is it too much to say this is the best day of my life?
1: You know, um, it's not, and here's why. Because a couple days, <laughs> it's not, and here's why. <laughs> a couple days ago, someone told me I remind them of Jessica Lang.
0: Oh yeah, that's good. And
1: that good. was like, okay, I I can die now.
0: Yeah, you're like, I'm done. So I you totally just step off a bridge. Right, on Right, I totally yeah, relate because yeah. it's
1: all downhill from there.
0: So, um, what you just heard, <sighs> yeah, and what, and hopefully, what you paused and said, "What the fuck," and remo- rewinded. <laughs> And listen to again.
1: And again and again.
0: And again and again. Was our new theme song.
1: By some anonymous singer-songwriter.
0: I mean, we just, we I was literally, <laughs> let me just, let me just paint the picture for you. By the way, welcome in Hot Drinks. I'm Brother Jack Coffee.
1: I'm Latter-day Twain. It's we'll, a podcast. It's a podcast. You all
0: know that. Get your shit together. So I'm at Target today. It's like the, it's, we've got two Saturdays left till Christmas. And I decided to go to Target because I fucking hate myself.
1: yeah. It's
0: but here's what I do when I. What, here's what I do when I. When you, I. I work in the service industry, and so I know how people are when they're just like, oh, oh it's so crowded here, and I'm just like, it's a fucking Saturday before Christmas, <laughs> like of course it fucking is. Yeah. So I just put my headphones on. I just know that it's going to be crowded. I know there's going to be a lot of straight white men leaning on shopping carts, walking around like they have no idea that anyone else is in the <laughs> store, just like, bottle, bottle. So I'm walking around Target, grabbing some stocking stuffers (coughs) for my children, Mm, mm, mm. and I get a text to me and um, Sister Sister Twaint that says, hey guys, I made a theme song for you with an attachment. Yeah. I click on the attachment. I hear that theme song that you just heard. Oh my God. I started laughing so hard. Just picture me. I'm I'm holding onto my Target cart with two hands. I never lean on it because right. I hate people that lean on shopping carts. Right, right. Holding onto it with two hands. Two I,
1: Saturdays before Christmas.
0: Two Saturdays before Christmas. Yeah. There's a thousand people in Target. Yeah. I start laughing so hard. I squat down, <laughs> one hand still on the handle of the shopping cart, just squatting in the middle of an aisle, like tears coming down my face, <laughs> laughing or sobbing. People don't know. <laughs> I'm sure people thought I got a text that my mother had died. Right. Like crying, <laughs> and then I just kept playing it over, and over again. And I was walking around Target, and I think I was—I had my headphones in, but I think I was audibly going like as I was walking around.
1: <laughs> I can't laugh too much tonight because I've got a little tickle in my throat. But a little
0: dick in your throat?
1: Uh. Oh ish. Just a constant attachment, a tiny a dick. little dick attached. So anyway, with a battery. Tell in us it.
0: about your experience of hearing uh, that same so- song. <laughs>
1: I slept till four o'clock today.
0: Great. I mean, great. <laughs> 4 a.m.?
1: P.m. Um, busy, crazy week. And I've got a little bit of a, bu- of a bug. And I hung out with a gentle listener last night who we went to BYU with. And um,
0: I didn't hang out because of extreme social anxiety. Oh, extreme. Yeah. And I
1: had uh, a total of three drinks last night. And so, which
0: for you is like that's the equivalent of me just like, just like pounding an entire seventeen hundred and fifty milliliter bottle of Taka. Like that would have the same effect on the two of us.
1: And and on top of the fact that I have a little bug coming on, I slept till four. I woke up, <clears throat> felt kind of like a piece of shit. Yeah. I hadn't had my Zoloft yeah. yet. It was dark. outside It was dark outside yeah. already, and I got seven teenagers in my house. Jesus Lord. I went and sat on my couch in the living room <clears throat> to fast forward through the parts of The Man in the High Castle with Rufus, not through the parts with Rufus Sewell, but to the parts with Rufus Sewell. Right. And then I get that text.
0: <laughs> what a gift. I was a gift. feeling
1: like shit. And it went from shit to I'm going to buy a penthouse in New York City. Yeah.
0: I mean, if we had done your secret top five. Yeah this week about the things that instantly raise your vibration the (laughs) hot drinks theme song oh
1: my god here's
0: what i here's what i also want to say about the hot drinks theme song okay um so the the anonymous gentle listener who who created it Mm -hmm. said i'm not actually a theme song writer Mm -hmm. but i know a lot of people in the music industry so if you ever want to like you know, spend some money and, like, have <coughs> an influence into, like, what the theme song sounds like. Like, right. you know, in the future and, and have, like, a real theme song, I could, you know, I have some connections. I could hook you up with some good people that would help you out. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you me?
1: fucking kidding like, me? can I –
0: could I ever imagine a better theme song than that one?
1: <laughs> no. Ever. In a no. million no. years. No. no.
0: No. Never. No. I wanted to send it to everyone I know, uh-huh. but I'm anonymous, so I couldn't.
1: <laughs> Quote, unquote, anonymous. I
0: sent it to Tisha, my ex-wife. <clears throat>
1: yes. Did she love?
0: She w- She loved. Okay. I sent it to um, Becky, who is our anonymous graphic designer. Right. She has not responded yet. Fuck you, Becky. She's so um, self absorbed She's so selfish. Just so in her own world. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just, so thank you, thank you, thank you amazing to singer songwriter for that amazing yes, theme song. Yes,
1: thank you. I um, really, like,
0: I want to make up my ringtone. I want to, like, play it when I'm depressed.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, I haven't, I don't think I've fully processed it yet.
0: no. No. That part where it goes hot, 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 drinks, wah, wah, wah. and then there's like a record scratch, <laughs> yeah, 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 amazing. Yeah.
1: It's it's kind of genius.
0: It's so brilliant. Yes. Anyway. so
1: thank you, thank you, thank you, fucking thank you.
0: So let us know what you think. We oh, love yeah. our new theme song. If you don't love it, fuck you. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, keep stop. it to your goddamn stop self. Stop listening to us. Quit. Yeah, just just unsubscribe.
1: Go listen to another podcast. Go listen Maybe to like Mormon Conan Stories. O'Brien. Oh, yeah, there go you, to go. There you a, go.
0: their theme song is come come you fucking saints <laughs> by some indie rock band. <laughs> listen to that if that's more your
1: speed.
0: <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. Anyway, hi, how are you? I'm
1: great. Great, I'm so glad. I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm great, I don't know. But, uh...
0: (laughs) So, we've got some women's work to dig through. (laughs) Women's work is what we like to call housekeeping.
1: Right. Where
0: we, uh, where we just deal with the housekeeping business. We deal with the, uh, the emotional and mental load that we carry during this podcast. (laughs) What's it called, that thing that women do where they carry more of a relationship because they have the mental burden of like planning and organizing everything and the husband's like well I didn't wash the dishes because you didn't tell me to wash the dishes
1: emotional labor
0: the emotional labor yeah yeah so women's work is kind of like the emotional labor of the podcast (laughs) do you like how I didn't I the man was like remind me what that thing's called and you were like it's called emotional labor, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that!" <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't remember what it was.
1: Oh, that cute, that cute. I thing. I was like, "Oh yeah,
0: that thing." That anyway, you women
1: decided to you coin. You women are funny. Anyway, so so, uh, women's work. Okay. Sister
0: Twain is right now flipping through a notebook like 78 pages in a notebook made of paper.
1: <laughs> notebook to made find, of paper.
0: To find the women's work, we and have... then and then the women's work is written in some cursive, and I don't know what a single <laughs> one of those words says.
1: Because you so don't wanna, even use a pen no, anymore. No,
0: I don't. I haven't seen a pen since 1993. <laughs>
1: so the first thing is on Friday, not Saturday. Right,
0: I said Saturday. But last this week, coming I'm sorry. Friday,
1: the 20th, is a Dolly Christmas, a hot drinks holiday party.
0: The 20th of December 2019, a Friday.
1: Yes. So we have an Eventbrite um, that you can RSVP to. You don't have to have Instagram to RSVP to that, but you have to find the Eventbrite invitation. Right. <laughs> um but that link is on our instagram bio right um we're trying to get a headcount i mean the last time we had a party our Midsummer,
0: uh-huh. um
1: we the headcount thing we tried a couple different ways and it didn't happen okay so
0: i didn't really help plan that at all so i don't know
1: it's going to be this party is going to be at the point of the mountain It's the point point. and i think mountain. that's really uh uh a metaphor metaphorical yeah Why? I don't know. Okay. Um, So anyway, it's going to be at a Gentle Listener's home and the address is... Can we say
0: what Gentle Listener it is? The the great horror upon the waters.
1: The 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 horror upon the great waters.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you if you've listened to that episode, I think it was episode season two, episode four. Really? Actually, I have no fucking. Oh my god! Out. No that fucking clue. Like, clear. how do you know I, that? One hundred percent made that up. Yeah. You but did. anyway, the horror upon the great waters. If you listen to yeah. that episode, it's at her home, right? And she's the loveliest of the lovelies. She
1: really is, just and,
0: like a a shining star but, upon the hoary great waters. But
1: also, don't mess with her. Oh
0: no, she'll cut a bitch. <laughs> she will cut.
1: A bitch. But it, listen,
0: we would love to see you. If you come. are in Utah, if you are in the Salt Lake slash Lehigh slash Point of the Mountain slash Utah County areas, <laughs> please come. Yeah. We would love to see you. If you are not in the state of Utah, please come on your own time. Do a little – Yeah. Pull up a a little – watch a little sex magic. Uh-huh. Come on your own time. Come on your own time. But please come. Yeah. Regardless. Come physically or come sexually.
1: Come, That's what we want. Come as you are. Come, 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 ye come ye you saints. saints. Okay. Uh, you're like that's enough of that So um, <laughs> the other does thing.
0: it does it matter that I haven't um, RSVP'd to the bright star? To the bright The
1: bright star The bright
0: hope The event bright the What's light,
1: it called? Hashtag light the world
0: Hashtag light the world uh,
1: No it doesn't okay. matter I don't think it matters really Because I'm not coming I know Okay <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> you guys It's going to be there coming. It's going to be really hard You
0: guys Tisha even traded me Because I actually was Because I'm divorced As you may know Because <laughs> I was gay and so I have my kids 50% of the time. And the the only night that worked for the for the Very Dolly Christmas was a night that I had my kids. And in my head, I just thought, well, I'll just come for like 20 minutes and then go home. Yeah. And then Tisha was like, hey, we should trade nights because I have... Tisha's my ex-wife. She's straight. Straight-ish? I don't know. Straight? What did she say? I think she's straight. She's
1: bisexual. Is
0: she? Did yeah. she say that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she did. I'm the only fucking queer one in this family.
1: Oh, sorry. Do did Did she not?
0: actually say bisexual in her episode?
1: Uh... I don't remember. I should go back and listen. So, Tisha, oops.
0: Clarify. Yeah. Anyway, um, Tisha was like, oh, I have this other thing that I want to go to on this different night, so let's trade nights, and then you can go to the Very Dolly Christmas. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like, you were going to go to –
1: it's like planning no, a wedding and go. not going to I her wedding. I was going to go.
0: But I just – I always have fun once I'm there. I just have to have 17 nervous breakdowns before the event. Yeah. So, the final thing. We like to remind you every week that if you like this podcast, you can Mm -hmm. support us through our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash hotdrinks. Mm -hmm. Basically what Patreon is, is you give us a small monthly donation and for that donation you get access to bonus episodes, (laughs) you get access to our vlog, you get our newsletter. Fuck, we need to make a vlog and I need to send out the newsletter. And at our top tier, you get a special gift in the mail from us each and month. And what was
1: it this month?
0: This month, we had a lovely gift from a company called Aspara Jewelry.
1: Spell that. Is it asparagus? It's like asparagus. It's like but-
0: asparagus. It actually means breathe in Spanish, oh, okay. I believe, or oh. Latin or something. Latin. I think it's Latin. So it's A-S-P-E-R-A, and their website is asperajewelry.com, A-S-P-E-R-A, jewelry.com. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and it is some lovely earrings and bracelets, we sent out different things to eat to different people, but we but it was so kind of a spare jewelry to offer to sort of sponsor this month's yeah. Patreon gift. Yeah. Um and so we sent those those pieces out and hopefully the people that received them liked them. And if you got earrings, I hope you have pierced ears. I don't know. That's not on our Patreon form. <laughs> Do you have pierced ears? Yeah,
1: it's- <laughs> It's not. Just put it in someone's
0: stocking. Just put – or put it in another hole. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> don't. I, I mean, do, but I don't know. Anyway.
1: You could hang them on the tree.
0: So th- <laughs> thank you to Aspara Jewelry. But honestly, like, Aspera Jewelry makes some really beautiful, handcrafted, really affordable – like, I think she's crazy for charging the prices she does. I'm, like, charged three times this much. Yeah. But she makes some really, really beautiful, stylish jewelry. Can I get some? Oh, yeah, I should have grabbed you one, huh, when oh. I grabbed the stuff. Well, oh, well. I mean, Aspera, if you're listening, Sister Twain <laughs> wants some jewelry. I do. Aspera okay. makes some fun, like, pride jewelry, too. And and the, yeah. and it's primarily – obviously, it's primarily for women. It's like – well, no, I mean, I that's – I can't believe I said that. Wow. Anyway, it's earrings wow. and stuff. But – she does make some really cool bracelets if you're a, a man and you just want, like, some cool thin bracelets yep. or whatever. Anyway, so check out AsparaJewelry.com. <clears throat> she was our sponsor. And if you like the podcast and if you want to support us and if you want to get fun free gifts in the mail, also with the Aspara, Aspara Jewelry, everyone got a beautiful Christmas card oh. that on the front said believe. And then we took a marker and wrote in In dicks, dicks and drew a dick. And, and I drew a big dick.
1: Big old dick.
0: And I want everyone who received that dick card to know <laughs> – that I drew an individual dick for each person. <laughs> and I thought about what kind of dick you should have. I really did. Some of you got uncut dicks. Some of you got Wait, cut dicks. What
1: did Tian come on my face get?
0: I can't remember right after oh, But like in talk. the moment, I thought about it. I, I, Some of you got like real girthy dicks. Some of you got long, like those long dicks that have a little bit of a curve yeah. to them. That just kind of scratch that itch that yeah. other dicks don't get to. Anyway... <laughs> So if you got a dick card, Believe in Dicks, I want you to know that I thought long and hard about what dick you should get. (laughs) Some of them were veiny. Some of them were hairier than others.
1: Long and hard.
0: But I drew lots of dicks that day. You did. With a Sharpie on some Christmas cards that said Believe, which was probably talking about Jesus. (laughs) Of course it was. Did you post on Hot Drinks the tweet or did you just send it to me about how Jesus had... A big, thick, veiny dick.
1: I just sent it to you. Shall I read I it?
0: I really th- – I think you maybe should, and okay. I think you should post on Hot Drinks. <laughs> There's a tweet about Jesus' dick, and, and I want you to post on Hot Drinks because I want people to go find the tweet and then read the replies. Because yeah. there were some people that really went in about –
1: That shit was good.
0: About Jesus and his dick. So
1: I'm trying to find it. Should we go to break? Let's
0: can- take a break because nothing is nothing makes better podcast than you scrolling through your Instagram trying to find it's something some, you sent and me. And it's
1: just some dead air. Yeah.
0: Know. So anyway, um, Jesus had a big dick. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. Today's episode is a sharing time. Yes. Where Sister Twain is going to tell us about
1: my dad and Alzheimer's. Sounds fun. <laughs> well,
0: let's m- take a break. <laughs> We're back.
1: So here is the Christmas tweet for 2019.
0: I would really like to encourage you to all read this together on Christmas Eve.
1: (laughs) Gather as a family. Mm -hmm.
0: Light some candles. Have
1: some hot cocoa.
0: Have some hot cocoa. (laughs) Or other hot drinks. And read this tweet about Jesus. To just really remember the reason for this season. Hashtag light the world.
1: So the account's handle is... At i i I'm gonna to try to pronounce it Navarrologist, but that's it's right. spelled K in as a Nicholas A V as in Victor E-R-O-L-O-G-I-S-T.
0: Navurologist. That starts with a K. And she says
1: I know Jesus Christ had a thick, uncut and girthy mandic. By the way, she spelled thick with two C's and no K.
0: Right. As she <clears throat> should.
1: I know that when he was piping Magdalene Her ancestors felt that by deity, human god cock smack in the bottom of their spiritual pussies. Her ancestors. You know, Miss Mary had the gawk, gawk, 5,000, the macaroni noises, a crumb, a crumb. Your... In all caps, Jesus got his shit mangled as a child, a.k.a. circumcised. My Jesus got his nine inches of uncut Middle Eastern turtleneck deity dick. And he knew and knows how to use it. We are not the same. (laughs) (laughs) It's so inappropriate. Anyway... Um,
0: there were many replies, and we could spend an hour reading them all. Uh,
1: oh my God, uh, uh, One is, this tweet is more accurate than most theology textbooks. <laughs> 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 when you get to the pearly gates, I hope he reads this out loud to you and stare at you with a pregnant pause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, just just dive right in. We'll post it on our Instagram, but there are some really... Amazing replies.
1: Yes. So so good. So we're having a sharing time. Ah uh, we are. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> I wanted to do a follow-up on my first sharing time. Right. Which was about my dad and the weed. I think maybe I unofficially named it the hero of uh
0: Dixie County. No uh <laughs> Is that what it's called? St. George Dixie County. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I <clears throat> got that Christmas cold um, of uh, mesquite. Oh, okay. And, and I have talked about his Alzheimer's, but I've never really gotten into it. So a little background before I jump in to the meat of the lesson. Um, <clears throat> my dad's memory had been kind of wonky. And no testing had been done. And then there was some testing done, and he was diagnosed at a stage three um, slash four. It was like borderline three, four. How uh,
0: many stages are there?
1: Seven stages of Alzheimer's. I had okay. no idea. Okay. I had no clue. Um, I just thought you got Alzheimer's and it just got worse. But right. it makes sense that it would get worse and there'd be stages, right, things right, for you right. to look for. It, you know, things start changing. Care, right. caregiving needs to change. Um, And so this was probably about three years ago and it made me think like stage one and two, what did that look like? I remember maybe 10 years ago being at an Asian restaurant with my dad, all my kids at my, at the time, my husband, my mom, and maybe a couple other family members. And he asked the waitress server, um, what is the difference between shrimp and sushi? And we were like, dad, oh my. Jeez, Dad, are you kidding? That's so embarrassing. You just thought he was racist. I, <laughs> I just Because that's
0: kind of a racist I question. I just thought he was
1: a dumb fuck. Right. I mean, you know, to, to put it lightly or harshly, whatever. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so... To put it kindly, put <laughs> he was a dumb fuck. <laughs> so my... Uh, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Let me start at the start. So, the weed stuff happens, and my mom does the whole thing where she is pissed. She bears her testimony of Joseph Smith, <laughs> right. says that weed is the same as crystal meth. Right, right. You know, <clears throat> stuff that science has, has told us otherwise.
0: Mormons don't believe in science.
1: Are you me? <laughs> so, and I also want to preface that um, you brother coffee heard snippets of this, you know, we were hanging out and watching game of Thrones and probably recording, probably recording, uh, maybe we weren't recording as heavily, but, um, anyway, um, and so you were kind of there for some of it. Yes. Okay. So remember how my mom said, you're taking that weed back with you and you're going to sell it and send me the money.
0: I don't – did you say that on the last I, episode? I
1: feel like I did. I don't remember
0: if you did. But anyway, so, what a crazy fucking thing to say. <laughs> and then I'm going to tithe that money and give it to the Lord.
1: Because, look, my mom also saw us as stealing her money to buy it. Right. Even though my dad – From her job? No, but my dad's the breadwinner. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. I mean, she, okay. Helps, she helps with the company that they've been running for the last 15-ish years right. that they don't anymore. Um. <clears throat> But anyway.
0: I don't want to be misogynistic and say that, like, that money's not your mom's because I think, like, when you're in a marriage and there's only one part of the marriage working, like, there's only one partner in the marriage who has a job uh-huh. that pays money. Uh-huh. It's kind of your money. It's kind of it's both theirs, of theirs, yes. Right. right. But, like, I just, oh, It's anyway. just
1: such an interesting thing for her to say. She's, that you're, you're stealing, stealing her money. From her, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <clears throat> It's not like you went and bought weed for yourself with her money. Right. That would be stealing her money. Exactly. But your dad, who who is part of the company that earns that money, <laughs> used it to buy weed. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Any hoodle. So
1: I took it back and I, I texted my girls who are very uh, experienced in the weed. And I was like, <laughs> so at the dispensary, I spent, or we spent, you know, this was like... 75 bucks or whatever, and they just laughed right. because they can get that amount on the street in Utah for 30.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And my mom was fit to be tied.
0: You told her that? Yeah. That, like, this weed only has a street value of, like, 30 bucks. Right. Like, way less than what right. we paid for it.
1: I'm sure she didn't believe me and right, thought right, that right. I'd smoked half of it right. or whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> so... My dad is throwing a fit because he wants his weed. Right. And someone, I don't know who, was just like to my mother, who we will call Anita. (laughs) Um, We don't have a last name for her yet. But Anita, someone was just like, Anita, just let him have it. Just let him smoke some pot.
0: You know what I think of when you say Anita? What? A boy like that. We'll you your brother. Forget <laughs> we'll that boy and find another.
1: Here's why she's Anita. Oh, no, Anita, <laughs> Anita, no. Anita, no. So when she was growing up, so my mother's a redhead. When she was growing up, she had two best friends that were twins, and their names were Rita and Anita. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also redheads. So. That's the best. <laughs>
0: if you have twins and you name them names that start with the same letter, like Gary and... Greg, Greg. <laughs> it's like I can't think of another. <laughs> Fine, that's like a that's like a B minus performance. Yeah, yeah. If you name them like Terry and Larry and Gary, <laughs> A plus, A plus. Rhyming names better than first, better than uh, alliterative names. You're
1: really using your noggin.
0: So Anita so, and Rita. <laughs>
1: so no, just Anita is my mom. Right. Just my mom's code. But name. her
0: friends are Anita and Rita.
1: Right. But we're done talking about them now.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call the weed Rita, and your mom Anita. So, Anita not wanted you to sell the Rita, the Rita? <laughs> and get the street value for the Rita and right. pay Anita.
1: Right. So I'm
0: anyway. 100% only calling it Rita from now on. So, so, I'll be like, are we going to smoke some Rita tonight? <laughs> you guys, I'm not very good at smoking Rita.
1: can't. I can't. Oh, no. Oh, Anita, no. Anita no. So, uh, someone was like, Anita, just let him have the pot. And so, The Rita. Let, so, Anita,
0: let him have the Rita.
1: Right. Sorry. So... Because this and this is so like right on point for my mother, um, even though they live forty minutes from Mesquite, right? She agreed to it, but only if I would drive down from Salt Lake, the four-hour drive, pick up my dad, go to the dispensary, and then come back and do that. So I said. No, I'm not going to do that. But you know what? Because my dad has Alzheimer's. Right. And because I have an understanding uh, based on scientific fact about weed and such, um, I I will just buy some from where my girls get it. Right. And just drive down and smoke some weed with my dad, even though I don't give a shit about smoking weed. Yeah. But like my dad's dying. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I did.
0: Did she know that's what you were doing? That you were getting the Rita off the streets of yeah. Salt Lake? Oh, instead yeah, she of, didn't okay. care. Oh, she didn't? Oh,
1: no, because she wasn't involved. Okay. She, you know, she wasn't involved in that. Um, she was just involved in the way that she said it was okay. Uh-huh. But here's what I did. So I got this, the shit. And all day long, like, my dad's like, when are you leaving? He would call me. It was when he could still use the phone. Oh, call me guy. every 30, 45 minutes. Have you left yet? Hey, have you? Hey, Ash, I just wonder if you left yet. All day long and that's part of the Alzheimer's. I remember this yeah. So I drive down and I get there at like 11 and I think he had been outside pacing for two hours.
0: This reminds me of when I had a toddler (laughs) oh yeah and the (laughs) the city was like bringing like dumpsters around that you could throw your trash in they kind of they would come every summer and they leave a dumpster on your front lawn yeah and our toddler woke up at like 7 a.m. and sat on the front porch for like Three hours waiting for the dump trucks to come because he loved dump trucks so much. <laughs> that is your dad sitting on the porch yes. waiting for you to oh, arrive with the Rita. He
1: just wanted to feel good. He just good. wanted his Rita. Yes. So I pull up. It's like 11, 1130 at night. And I, I've i booked a hotel. I know I'm not going to stay there. I'm right. not going to stay. Right. Um. Mom's, Anita
0: will not have that.
1: I mean, it, she probably didn't give a shit, but I did. Right. I, I was setting a boundary there. Um. <clears throat> So I pick up my dad, he gets in the car, I pull it out, we're rolling a, a joint or two, and we just drive around. Um, and he's saying some weird things like, um, I was wondering if you forgot where I live.
0: Oh, poor guy.
1: And then he goes, One day you gotta show me where you live. And I'm thinking, he's forgotten who I am for yeah. a second. Yeah. And then he caught himself and went, Oh wait, ne- ne- never mind. And then it was just quiet, uncomfortably for a while. Oh. I know, I know. Um he was so happy, and so I was like, "Okay, here's your weed," and your Rita. Oh, your Rita. The
0: kids call it Rita. Th-
1: that's what they call it these days. Um,
0: yeah, it's like you're calling it grass or something. It's not, <laughs> calling it weed sounds so old-fashioned. <laughs> like. A modern youngster calls it Rita, Rita on TikTok. They're like, "You guys want some Rita?"
1: A modern youngster
0: on TikTok because that's what the modern youngsters do.
1: So <clears throat> then he runs out and he wants more, and this time he's throwing a fit that gets. Somewhat violent. You're
0: still there. No. Oh, okay. No, I'm so hearing about you, this a few you days later. You had the Rita. Yeah. You drove around and then you went back home. Uh-huh. He cont- was. Did you use up all the Rita on that first night, or you left him with a little? Oh stash? no, he
1: has. Some, he had a stash. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, and like I had two puffs and was like, this does not do anything for me. Um. And so, uh, yeah, I stayed in the hotel that night, and then the next day, this is so funny. Like there is a trailhead in their neighborhood that takes you down into the Red Cliffs Desert Reserve mm-hmm. right along the Virgin River. And you see there's like dinosaur tracks. There's like a little mini arch called the Babylon Arch that is like very poorly mapped that you really kind of have to like search for. So I did like a five hour long hike the next day and then went back to the hotel and showered. And, and then that was my day. Um, and then uh, drove back. So, but what's funny is, like, I I parked my car in their neighborhood the next day, like, a few streets down, Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't be weird if they saw my car. Right, right, right. (laughs) So I could get on the trailhead. So anyways, um, so I hear that he's throwing a fit, and he's, like, turning chairs over, and he's screaming, and he wants weed. Now, here's the thing. My dad, all of his life, has been this way. Yeah. Um. He could get ticked off and throw things and knock chairs over and scream at my mom. However, it hasn't, as far as I know, happened much in recent years. And also, having Alzheimer's doesn't help. Yeah. Like aggression is part of it. Yeah. And so my mom's not seeing that. And he's she's just seeing like the old my old dad from, from years past right, right, coming right. coming to the surface because of the weed. The Rita, the Rita. I'm and, sorry, I
0: didn't mean to sound like an old folk.
1: Calling it, <laughs> weed. and so in her mind, she's blaming me. She's blaming my dad, and she's blaming the Rita. Yeah. Nothing in her mind is, um, and then this is all just me assuming, but sure. I'm probably right. Sure, is um, her thinking my husband is dying. Yeah. It just helps them feel good. Right. Maybe I should read up on the science for the first time of this stuff. Right. You know, and that, kind that of. That seems foolish. And and then think Why
0: would you want to bring science into this? <laughs> and, Why would you want to bring science into it when religion and shame and emotion are well, there to guide it's you? That's all we need. It's all we need. Yeah. Yeah. Put um, that on a t shirt.
1: <laughs> um and and not giving any thought to um how Alzheimer's exacerbates aggression. Um Right. Which is a very, very common thing.
0: And weed commonly does not exacerbate aggression. Right. Like it is not known for causing people to be aggressive. Smoking weed.
1: The exact opposite. Exactly. So let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about how my mom not only called her bishop, but also the police.
0: Oh, good. I can't wait. (laughs) Anita's mad at the Rita. (laughs)
1: So here's something I don't get. What's that? People who watch Home Alone during the holidays. (laughs) Or at all. It's such a fun movie.
0: (laughs) Is it? I mean, mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it? I don't know.
1: I I just feel like I watched it in the movie theater when it came out in, what was it, 90 or 91 or something? Uh And thought, oh, that was fun, I guess. I don't have any interest to watch it again.
0: I I remember there's a moment, and someone tweeted about this the other day, in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Which I didn't see. Okay. Well, in that one, his family leaves him behind again, but it's like in a hotel maybe, and then there's like a crazy old bird lady. (laughs) I feel like this is the kind of thing that um, our gentle listener... Will write us. She's always corrects me on the things I say wrong about movies. Oh yeah, and I can't. Does she have a name? A gentle listener name?
1: Is it the OG? Yeah,
0: R- Rachel. Yeah, we
1: just call her Rachel. Oh okay. Well, not anyway. to be confused with Rachel, our guest star, who is a transgender, right woman.
0: Anyway, um, and then when Kevin's mom finds him, and the 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 homeless bird lady has saved him. Kevin's mom is like, here's a snowflake ornament or something instead of being like, here's some money because I'm a wealthy, (laughs) white woman. Anyway, so your dad smoked some Rita. So
1: anyway, so his fits that he's throwing and and knocking chairs over and stuff it's just it's too much for my mom and she's crying and 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 that's fine she's saying
0: oh no Anita no oh wait she is Anita no
1: yeah so she's saying oh no Rita she's saying it's
0: true for you not not for for me me, meaning science
1: but so so, um it's a good one it's
0: science it's true for you it's not for me I hear your words and in my heart very smart Anita very smart
1: (laughs) So, when my dad has been angry and aggressive and yelling in the past, um, my mom feels very threatened and unsafe. For sure. Which makes sense because I felt that way as well. Yeah. She calls her bishop and the bishop comes over and um, he is, I think he's a former cop. Okay. Yeah. And thought that he could kind of abate the whole situation and it didn't work.
0: Can I just, can I interject? Of course. I don't want to like throw the story off its, tra- no, it's off its trails, off its tracks. It's troll. That's troll. <laughs> there is this weird thing in the Mormon <clears throat> culture where you are just taught that in any, any circumstance to call your bishop. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy <laughs> because those bishops have no training at mm-hmm. all. No. They quote unquote have the spirit of discernment or something. Right. And so that's why you're supposed to put all your trust in them. But here's your mother dealing with your father Who possibly, I mean, who probably has a substance abuse problem because he's becoming so enraged, but also has Alzheimer's, but Mm -hmm. all, you know what I mean? Uh, Like a very complicated, and and she's dealing with her feelings about this from the past when he was more angry and abusive, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he, and she feels like he's reverting and blah, blah, blah. Like this very complicated story. yeah. And does she call a mental health professional? No. Does she call, you know, an Alzheimer's doctor or nurse? Does she call, (laughs) you know, someone who's dealt with, like, substance abuse or, you know, or whatever? No. She calls her bishop. Yeah. She calls Brother Gary Johnson. But here's
1: the thing. Like, when we were Mormon, just as the Mormons who are Kermos, um, when you you really believe— You believe that your bishop has Has a spiritual stewardship. Right. And that stewardship, if it's spiritual, means that any kind of light knowledge can come down upon him in any situation. I just can't say
0: because I wasn't I've never been a bishop, but I was a branch president on my mission, which is basically the same thing. Hot. And (laughs) and members would call me with their problems and I would just be thinking, I have no fucking idea oh what to tell you. God. You know what I mean? Like members were confessing to me about masturbating and people <gasps> people were talking to me about their marital problems Stop. and I was like 20 years old. Oh
1: my god.
0: And like how am I so anyway? You had the stewardship. I know, which is insane <laughs> to me, insane to me <clears throat> to think that like I would know as a 20-year-old what to tell someone about like how to deal with their marital problems because like god was going to whisper it in my ear That's instead of going to see like a licensed marriage counselor or whatever yeah, anyway i know anyway so bishop cop comes over so
1: he comes over it doesn't help wait rewind <laughs> what <laughs> And then they get the police involved, and here's where the details for me are fuzzy. Okay. And I'm going to get into the heart of the story after this, just quick, like so. What? So this has all been the intro.
0: This 19 minutes has been the intro. <laughs> Fuck
1: you. So it's a prologue. Oh, okay. Yeah, Charles Dickens wrote those. It's I think. like
0: a Lord of, the Lord of the Rings. So,
1: um, so he ends up being taken to a hospital to be medicated to calm down. But okay. From there, he ends up in a series of homes. Right. Even though he does not need that type of care. Right. He ends up in a series of homes, some of which... Are these which,
0: homes for Alzheimer's patients?
1: So, so so they have memory care. Okay. Um, <clears throat> All these homes had to have... A contract with the VA, because that's how they were paying for it, was with right, the VA. Right, because your dad
0: is a veteran, right? Yes.
1: And s- there was one actual VA home involved. Um, and other ones just were contracted with the VA, and they had to have an available bed. Some of these places he ended up... And we're talking about something that started about three-ish months. A three-month stint of my dad from going for my dad going from place to place to place. Right. Um some of them were short-term places that are just you're meant to be there for 2 to 3 weeks to get meds regulated and then you go on to a long-term care. And my dad didn't need that care, but right. guess what? My mom was just done. Right. Not done with the marriage. Right. Just done dealing with him. Right. So, um Fast forward, I get a text from my mom sometime in August, and we have not spoken at all Mm -hmm. since the last pot arrangement, Rita arrangement.
0: Which was how long before?
1: I want to say June. Okay. So a couple months. So a couple months. Okay. And she says, your dad has been staying, has not been home for a month. He has been in a series of homes. At this point, I think it was, like, three different locations already. Right. Um, he is currently in a short-term care facility in Provo. And um, visiting hours start in an hour. And I'm here in town. And you can come up and go with me if you want. And I'm thinking, she can be an hour's notice.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like- After not <laughs> telling me my dad has not been home for a month. She
0: lives, like, four hours away from you. Right. So even if she had just called, like, when she was getting on the road, that would have given you at least, like, three to four hours of notice. Like, hey, I'm driving up to see your dad. He's in this facility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But chose not to for whatever reason. Okay.
1: Exactly. So I have the strangest physical and emotional reaction to this that was, like, ended up in me feeling like, and and, and this doesn't make make any sense, that my arms were going to fall off at the shoulder. Okay. Like I literally felt that sensation. Okay. So strange.
0: Why do you think you felt that sensation? Um,
1: I was, it was just like out of the blue, like this crazy chunk of unexpected info just kind of knocking me over.
0: Was it like a powerlessness?
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big time. And so, and of course I'm thinking, I have an hour. To, to do this, and
0: and Provo I, is a forty minute drive, right. So, like, uh, so yeah. you really have like twenty minutes to like it, make a decision exactly and get on the road. Right. And
1: I in that in the in that twenty minutes, I went back and forth a billion times. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna go. So, I go. Oh, and uh, I show up right on time. Right. But visiting hours weren't starting then. <laughs>
0: lord and savior
1: she was there sitting in her car and i am walking up to the building because i don't see her this is in provo right and -hmm. they live in hurricane but this is a place that was able to take him right because that's kind of what they were dealing with and she calls my name and she goes come here and we sit in the car and i go why aren't we going in she goes oh visiting hours aren't for about another half hour to 45 minutes and i'm like she told me to be here in an hour yeah and the reason was brother coffee is so that she could get me to sit in her car. Right. So she could tell me how hor- horrible her life has been. Right. And she explains the whole how dad was throwing fits and knocking chairs over because he wanted pot and the whole thing. And um, the reason he's been moved already in just a month's time, multiple times, is because of aggression. Right. And... And I'm just thinking also to myself, I'm like, he's in places where they have memory care specialists where they've dealt with Alzheimer's and the aggression that comes with that. So why does he, why is he just getting moved instead of dealt with?
0: Right. Instead of like actually coming up with like a care plan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he's in this short-term place. This is where we're parked outside of, where they're just supposed to be regulating his meds. But also, it's a holding place until a long-term place opens up. Another long-term place right. that opens up somewhere that has a bed that has a VA contract. Right, right. So can
0: I, can I interject something? Yeah. So, in your mom's defense, she was dealing with a really difficult thing, obviously, with your dad being angry and this rage and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> right. But it feels to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it was like she wanted, she was dealing with a very difficult, impossible situation, but she almost wanted to like punish you or to make you aware that like this was somehow your fault because you'd given him the pot to begin with or...
1: Oh, I think that was definitely a huge component. Okay. okay. If it's like a 10-piece puzzle for a toddler to put together, I was probably three of those pieces. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So... Okay. Okay. So... It's time to go in and see dad. And uh, he, he's kind of got this deer in headlights look. He, he of course, recognizes me. He's not that far gone. Mm-hmm. And we're talking and my mom's talking to him like he's a child. Like, so tell me what you've been doing. And he's like, well, we, uh, we have these times where we have to get together in color, Pam. Oh, that's my mom. Oh. Anita.
0: <laughs> Anita. <laughs>
1: And, like, you know, these are people who are, like, vegetables. Or it's also a place where people go who have severe drug addiction. Right. So it's just a pe- place for people who, ha- people, uh, the people taking care of them have no other recourse. Um, and so visiting, and, and, and my mom is saying things like, but you're doing so good, you're doing so much better, and you're going to be able to come home soon. Because you're going to be on your best behavior. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So then visiting time is up and she stands up and she's, she's ready to go. She's not sad about saying goodbye or anything. She's like, well, it's time for us to go. And as she stands up, my dad's still sitting down and grabs her hand and says, don't go.
0: Oh.
1: And he's not even looking at her. He's like staring out into space. Please don't go. And I, my heart is breaking. My right. heart is breaking. So then, I am at that point communicating with my mom uh, to find out where he's going to be moved. Da 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 da. Um. Actually, no. I take that back. We weren't communicating very well. I probably texted her. Uh. I don't know when I found this out. I may have found this out for my brother. I'm sorry. My, my, my relationship with my mother has so, been so, like, crazy in the last year and a half that I don't even remember details. I think I found out from someone else that my dad had been moved, and now we're talking October, okay? hmm No, actually September, uh, to a nursing home in Salt Lake. And I live in Salt Lake. Right. And he had been there already for a whole week. Right. And I find out where it is, and I go immediately. As soon as I found out he was there, and I honestly can't remember who told me, Mm -hmm. I go, I drop everything, and I go. Mm -hmm. And I have to wait for someone to let me in. Someone comes to let me in. You, like, ring a buzzer. And I walk in, and the whole place smells like pee. And I'm just like, it's 2018, aren't we past this? Yeah. Peace melting in the nursing homes? Right. (laughs) And um, this is, he's now like, I found out later on his sixth place. This is like his sixth place he's been in since Mm -hmm. July. Uh Uh-huh. And I am walking past rooms and people sitting in the hallway who are vegetables. Right. And my dad doesn't know I'm coming. I didn't call and say, hey, dad, I'm coming. Right. I just like found out, got in the car and went. I'm walking down the hall. I find the nurse's station. I said, I'm looking for my dad and I give his name. And they say, oh, well, it's lunchtime right now. He bites me in the cafeteria. So go to the elevator. I go to the elevator it opens, and there's my dad. Oh. And we both go, <gasps> and we grab each other, and we just sob. Uh-huh. And he looks, and he pulls back from the hug and looks at me, and he's like, Ashley, 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 and he hugs me. Sister Twain, Sister Twain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister Twain. And, and we're both just sobbing, and then we go down into the cafeteria to have lunch after that. Let's take a break.
0: How was the lunch?
1: It was like prison spaghetti.
0: Put that on a t-shirt. Prison spaghetti. (laughs) Isn't this a fun episode, you guys? I bet you were like, oh, a new hot drinks. I'm going to drive to work. I'm going to listen to some funny things and laugh. It's going to be so great. And now you're like, fuck.
1: At least they get Rita and Anita.
0: They do. That's funny. We'll always
1: have Rita and Anita.
0: That's funny, you guys.
1: so... We get down in the cafeteria, and I'm just, like, seeing the people that are there and going, why the fuck is my dad in this place? Right.
0: Like, it's so much more advanced or in so much more need of care than yeah. where your dad is at. Right. Right. So, a
1: couple things. My dad tells me secretly as we're sitting and eating.
0: Prison spaghetti. As
1: if he's not supposed to tell me this, that it is a place... Where they raise poultry, and then they they process it for mm-hmm. eating.
0: Okay. This is
1: what my dad's telling me. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe my dad is pretty far gone now. Right. And then there was another time where he tells me, while he's staying at this place, that it is a, a place where people come to buy pills and he's the like the manager of the place. My oh, dad's telling okay. me he's the manager. Right. Right. And so I proceed to start I also became unemployed the week that I found out he was at this. Right. Um home. And so I start spending my days waking up, having coffee, doing my morning thing, and then going to get my dad just to get him out of there for the day. Yeah. There's no one in there he can have a conversation with yeah um, <clears throat> and so just uh, spend time with me and in the the kids even though my two kids are at home really kind of weirded out by the whole thing um, which is fair and uh, and he would panic as we drove away from the home and go oh I didn't talk to my boss at, the, at, at, at my work to see if it was okay for me to leave because mm-hmm. you know he worked there right. whether it was the poultry stuff or the pills either right, way right. or both but and I said oh it's okay dad I talked to him he said it was fine he goes he did yes yes it's fine oh, okay okay and then like as the day went on he would start to panic oh Ash, I gotta get back or I'm gonna lose my job I'm gonna lose my job poor guy yeah And I would either try to calm him down and say, no, it's fine, or I'd just take him back. Yeah. Um, But then there would be times when he would beg me, crying, please don't take me back there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would try, the days that I had him with me, I would try to take, if I tried to take a nap or tried to leave him at home with my two kids so that I could run a quick errand, it was a disaster. Right. He would just be pacing. He'd be freaking out. Or sister Twain, um, I'd be asleep for twenty minutes, and he'd come wake me up and go, "Hey, hey, how long? How much longer are you going to sleep?" <laughs> and oh, God. It, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't matter if I had the TV on for him, whatever, you know. Um, and so. Uh, Also, during this time, I raised some money. I did a GoFundMe, and I raised about $500 so I could take my dad to movies and to go out to eat and um, what have you. Because when I asked my mom for some spending money, she said no.
0: Right, right.
1: And when we had a discussion, and it was really just her talking while I set the phone down, um... The other reason that she didn't want to send me money to take him to do fun things is because he deserved this. Okay. Yeah.
0: He deserved Alzheimer's or like being committed?
1: He deserved whatever unpleasantness his life was because of the times he'd been an asshole during their marriage. Okay. Which started within the first month of them being married. Sure. Um... And that this was his punishment. And so that me taking him to a movie and trying to get him out of there wasn't needed because of that.
0: Okay, Mormons. And I am just thinking to
1: myself, Mm. why did you stay with that guy then? Yeah. Why the fuck did you stay so that you could have this, you know, uh, 46, seven years later, have this moment of power? Yeah. I I mean, I don't fucking know. She also blames my dad. For right. having Alzheimer's. Right. She says that she brought it upon himself because of smoking weed for so many years. Right. And because he did have a stint of being addicted to pills. Yes. And in the 70s and 80s, he did um, some cocaine and some heroin. Right. And that's why he has Alzheimer's. So right. everything that he's going through, he deserves. Right. And I think that that is when I was really done. Yeah. Talking to her. Yeah. Except there were, it, 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 it took a while to really trickle out. So he has a moment of aggression after he's been in this home for probably four weeks. Uh And he has been with me at least five days out of every week in those weeks. Um, And they have to literally remove him from the home, take him to the VA hospital, which is um, uh, near the U This nursing home was on the West side Mm -hmm. and I heard from two different people who don't know each other that this nursing home is where people were sent who had been serving life sentences and then developed dementia. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's where my dad was staying because they had an available bed bed for a VA contract. Yes. So he has aggression. He's sent to the VA hospital. Um, I get a,
0: just like he deserves. Yes.
1: Just like he deserves. I get the phone call from my mom. She's like, if you want to go see him, I guess he's asking for you. So I go out into the waiting room and a doctor comes out and he goes, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, he's being really ornery and aggressive with all of us. Um, we're trying to get him calmed down. We've given him some meds. It's going to take him a while for, you know, to, to really kick in. Um, how does he react when he sees you typically? And I said, Great. Very happy And he goes Okay why don't you come on back Right I calmed him right down Um He was so drugged That He Took off all his clothes In front of me Great Yeah Um He
0: Is your dad hot?
1: Oh my god
0: (laughs) You guys I'm just kidding You guys I'm just kidding
1: Oh shit
0: I'm thirsty But I'm not that thirsty
1: Yes You're gonna be smootin' So Um Uh When he was younger, he looked like Kurt Russell.
0: I mean, your brother has really nice forearms, (laughs) and he inherited those from somewhere.
1: Sure. So, um, he gets moved to another short-term facility, and this ends up being his last. And then we're going to wrap up to, like, where we're at now. No, he's alive. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Like, you didn't know. I'm
0: just kidding. Jesus. You just said he moved to another short-term facility, and it was his last. And it was his last. And I thought that would be a dramatic... (laughs) The finger and you he died. died, and Bye. then he died. So anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> subscribe like to our subscribe. Patreon.
1: No, no. Okay, so uh, they move him to a place in Bountiful again because it had an available bed, right. and it was supposed to be like a two to three week. This is like the max that people stay in this like memory care wing of this hospital in in Bountiful, um, just to get his meds managed and. I, this whole time I've been, this whole time, all these weeks I have been texting my brother and my sister in a group text. Like if you guys want to see dad before he dies, you better come quick. Cause his Alzheimer's is escalating fast. right And I would go visit him there and he was always so out of it. Even when he was awake, he was asking me about his mother. Have you seen Alma? That's his mother's name. She died in 1975. Right. Yeah. Um, And just saying things about, oh, I saw her walking in those trees. You know, just some crazy shit. And then this woman comes in one day when I'm there. She's the music therapist. She's got a guitar. And she says, hey, guys, I'm the music therapist. And I was wondering if I could come in and play some songs for you guys. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. And my dad's like, well, we were trying to visit. And I said, Dad, I'd love to hear some music. And she sits down and and she says, what does your dad usually like to listen to? And I said, 60s, Beatles, She starts playing Let It Be, and I lost my shit. (laughs) I am sobbing, and I throw my arms around my dad, and I'm sobbing into his arm, and he starts laughing. And she's like, Oh, 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 Sister Twain, Sister Twain, it's okay. And then he looks at the the gal playing the guitar, and he's like, I I don't really know how to comfort people when they're crying. (laughs) And I'm just like, I, 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 it doesn't, I'm just holding my dad and crying, and he's right. just being crazy, Alzheimer's cell. Um, <clears throat> so my sister comes to visit because she thinks she's saying goodbye to my dad.
0: Right. Sister Vulva.
1: Yes. She flies out.
0: With her Vulva. Even
1: her two daughters, little Vulvas, and little Vulva 1 and little Vulva 2, <laughs> um, to say goodbye <laughs> to their grandpa. Right. Because my dad is so far gone. Right. Um, when the grandkids would come to visit, whether they were my kids or my sister's, He didn't remember their names. Um, And then I get a text from my mom. And and this is while my sister is still there visiting.
0: And the text says...
1: I am coming to pick up your dad tomorrow. The hospital has called me and said he can't stay in here anymore while we wait for an available bed somewhere else. You need to come get him. And she said... Please do not tell him I want to be the one to see the surprise on his face when I tell him that he's coming home.
0: A boy like that will kill your like, brother. Look,
1: she was the one who was all like, get him out of here. I don't want to deal with him. This is his punishment. Right. He deserves this. But I want to see the surprise on his right, face. Right, when, right. And I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need. I didn't right. want to be the one. She wants to tell him fine, but it was just like so self-congratulatory or something. Yeah. Okay, so. He ends up going home, and there wasn't ever a proper goodbye because it didn't matter. He, wasn't, he didn't have the wherewithal to understand that. Fast forward. I text my mom about a week or two before Christmas, and this is, like, again, the first time we've talked.
0: This is last year.
1: This is last year. Right. And I say, the kids and I are driving to Palm Springs so they can see Matt. Uh, Gary. Gary, my ex-husband Gary, my gay ex-husband. Who's gay? Did you know that? Gary's gay. And um, can we sleep over on the way down and on the way back up. And she, she was great. She was like, of course, yes. And they, she put the Christmas decorations out just for us and had made some Christmas candies and stuff like that. And there's my dad, who seems way, way better. Uh-huh. Um, and my mom goes to my dad, hey, tell, uh, tell everybody the last four digits of social security number tell everybody what your address is rattles both of them off without problem it's like what what's going on right what's going on mom he was just so hopped up on depakote all those months so what they were doing in all those places was just heavily and more heavily and more heavily medicating him right that it made all the advanced stages of alzheimer's present like i'm researching the shit out of this stuff and I'm like, check, 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 check on stage six, creeping into stage seven, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it wasn't that. It was the Depakote. Cool. And my mom said to me in front of my children, and I don't care what my kids hear, right? But, and all of that was because of pot.
0: <laughs> ah, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I... To wrap up, I want to say I had the most, and I, for lack of a better word, sacred to me, whatever sacred means to me, experience with my dad in those weeks. It was a gift. I happened to be unemployed at the exact same time.
0: And I, like, as someone who observed this from the outside, like you were actually like. Grateful for your unemployment at the time. Yes, yes. You know you had been you had been like fired from a job that was like pretty well. You had quit, and then they had fired anyway. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But like they were pretty terrible to you, and you were, and obviously like you're raising kids, you've got to pay rent. Like being unemployed is a really stressful thing. But like the whole time you were unemployed, you were just like, I'm so glad that I have this time to be with my dad. Yes, because you if you'd had a job. You, you know, you would have still seen him, I'm sure, but you yeah. wouldn't have been able to, like, spend hours with him during the day and go to the movies and whatever. Yeah.
1: And it yeah. wasn't lost on me that you lost your dad completely unexpectedly. Yeah, that's he true. He had been seemingly healthy. Yeah. I said healthy with an F as in Frank.
0: Healthy. healthy. Healthy.
1: Healthy. And then just died. Yeah, he did. And you were devastated. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs>
0: Y'all, it was rough. I drink a lot of bullet S- bourbon. So,
1: anyways. So... I, I was so fucked up by how everything played out because of my mom's choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not gonna be an asshole and say if I was in her situation, right, right, who right, knows? Right. But from from my perspective looking in, I saw something really fucked up. Yeah. And so I am taking that experience as I was. Saying goodbye to my dad, and that is still what my experience is, is that is when I said goodbye to my dad. Yeah. I have not really spoken to my mom all 2019. Right. Which in turn means I haven't spoken to my father. Right. And that is really hard. Yeah. Um. Because he'll probably die and I'll hear about it later. Do you really think so? That I won't hear about it before? Like if he's in hospice care or whatever? Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a lot of emotions about it all, but I'm also just trying to focus on the gratitude of that, like, magical time we had together. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if there are any listeners out there listening uh, who are like, but didn't you say your dad was like abusive when you were younger? Yes, he was. But for some reason, uh, and I don't need to pick it apart, um, I've I've worked through so much of my shit with my parents over the last twenty years with therapists. On top of the fact that when your parent has a terminal disease, sometimes that changes things. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to. For sure. If it doesn't change things for you,
0: that's uh,
1: fine. It's totally fine. Um, but uh, uh, that, that's that's I guess that's the end of the story.
0: Okay, let's take a break.
1: Okay. that during all of this you were really there for me brother oh thank you also um morag slash cindy was really there for me and she even stopped by unexpectedly once as if she was a visiting teacher (laughs) she brought me a candle did she say
0: i'm a visiting teacher
1: no but they're
0: called administer what are they called now administrating angels
1: i know they have have a new
0: name it's not called visiting teaching ministering sisters, something. Who
1: the fuck cares? I don't know. So anyway, she brought over like a candle and a little plant and just wanted to hang out and talk. Oh, Cindy. Um, And meet my dad. And it was really sweet. And then one time, uh, this was when uh, Brother Tian come on my face was driving Lyft and he said, hey, um, can I bring you guys some soup from the soup kitchen? There's a place in Sugar House called the Soup Kitchen. Um, For lunch, um, knowing that I was at home with my dad. Yeah. Um, It it was just really sweet. And then I raised that money so easily through that GoFundMe to be able to go do things with my dad. We went to movies. I feel
0: bad I didn't bring you soup or a plant or any of that stuff.
1: (laughs) But you were there for me in other ways. Oh, I'm
0: really glad because apparently sister, <laughs> sister Cindy and brother TM come are better friends than they're I am. Not, they're not. They showed up in better ways. They
1: had different. They have different love languages. That's true. The better love languages.
0: They have the better <laughs> the better love languages.
1: Anyway, so that's kind of that is. Wait, the story. what is your love language? So is I, it
0: <laughs> boobs? Is it boobs?
1: Okay. Do you guys want to hear that song? Is that how we should wrap up?
0: I Jesus, I don't know.
1: Should we wrap up that like that? Let's, to, to let's leave it on wrap the up the now? story
0: of your dad oh, and then let's wrap up on boobs. It's wrapped. Okay. He's so, to
1: die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say this. Okay. God, I don't know what I want to say. It's okay. I think there I don't know what I I'm never mind. Never mind. Um I hope your dad's okay. Oh, thanks. I'm sorry your mom is crazy. <laughs> And I and, and I acknowledge that your mom is dealing with a really complicated, difficult situation.
1: Yeah, I do but too.
0: But she is maybe not choosing the tools that would help her deal with that situation the best way right. possible. Right, and
1: I don't know that she's equipped with the tools. No. Yeah. No. There's that too. No. Yeah.
0: So, funny story about love languages and boobs.
1: Totally subject change, but it's how we're going to just, go out on a high note. Just to wrap it up. So, oh, she's going to hate us for this.
0: She's going to be so mad.
1: So... C. Jane
0: our lord and savior C. Jane Christ
1: yeah um light of the world
0: I can just picture her listening to this (laughs) and she's like oh Jesus oh god and she's shutting it off Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: So she texted me and she said, hey, I, if I send you a Marco Polo, will you listen to it? Because um, Sister
0: Twain has an emotional blockade really about really have an aversion to it. If you don't know what Marco Polo is, it's a video messaging app.
1: Yeah. Um, anyways, and I said, yeah, yeah, when you put it that way, of course, yeah, if you need something. Um, and Sister Volva's listening to this, like, I have bugged that bitch so many times <laughs> about listening to my. So um, she had this story that she shared with me
0: about some difficult emotions and things she was going through yeah, in her life. Yeah, something
1: had happened that triggered some difficult emotions. Yeah. She wanted some advice. Right. And then she goes, "So that's the end of the story, but there was one more thing I was going to ask you. What was it? Oh, it was this. What what's your love language? Tell me your love language, baby. Is it boobs? And then she proceeded to pull the sheet down because she was in bed and show me like the top two-thirds of her boob.
0: Right. Like a little cleave.
1: Like no nip. Right. And then she ended it. Some cleave, no nip. She ended it. When I listened to that whole Marco Polo story and then the little.
0: the things she's dealing with, (laughs) like the trauma, help me out, be my friend. I had
1: had a couple drinks, went to bed, woke up the next morning And completely forgotten about the story, but couldn't get that song out of my head.
0: What is your love language, baby? And so... Is it boobs?
1: I, Marco pulled her back and went, tell me your love language, baby. Is it boobs? (laughs) Tell me your love language, baby. And then just held held it out. Right. And then I told her what my love language is.
0: Is it Wh- boobs? Which
1: is a tie. It's literally a tie.
0: Between boobs? No. Between the left boob and the right <laughs> boob?
1: <laughs> Between um, quality time and physical touch.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and then about an hour later, I was getting ready for work, and I had my hair pinned up like the top section of my hair because I was round right. br- brushing the bottom section. As one does. And stopped and went... And, and Marco Polo her back and said, hey, baby, you want, me to tell you, you, you want me to tell you my love language? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I'm just kidding, baby. You know my love language. I just want to touch your boobs because we're in this together, baby.
0: And then amidst all of this, I texted Sister Twain and said, are you emotionally prepared to receive a Marco Polo? <laughs> At this point in your life, and she was like, "Yeah, fine." So I sent her Marco Polo, and I was like, "Hey, the podcast, like some business things, some business things, like let's let we need let's make a calendar through the end of the year, and let's talk about this. We got to do this, blah blah blah." And then the message I got back was uh, to everything you said, yes. Uh, so funny story. And then she told me the story about what is your love <laughs> and sang language? The movies, song. And then sang the song <laughs> over like the course of three Marco Polos. <laughs> It was like, what is I, your love language, language baby. baby? Is it booze Anyway.
1: And so I even wrote some verses. i <laughs> uh, put that as on the task, How that? Yeah. And so um CJ didn't think it was funny at all. No,
0: she was kind of <laughs> mad about it. Because she had kind of <laughs> borne her soul.
1: So she tweeted about it and about how... I had made up this song, glossed over the story, right. and so I went back, I texted her, I was like, I'm so sorry, I was so drunk, I actually don't remember the story, and so I re-listened to the story, and I came back, and I was like, okay, so, here's, I can see that you're feeling this, let's break it down, I asked some questions, and then she responded, and she was like, you know what, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> And then I started singing it the night she came over to record the brevet about the, about ERA, the, ERA. the NRA. Yeah.
0: And she was pissed. And she
1: was like, I'm She
0: kept s- looking at me and going, Is this funny? I'm singing it Is to this her funny? Husband, yeah,
1: brother C Jane. And he's dying. Right. He's die. he's like sobbing tears of laughter. Right. And she's just sitting there completely straight faced looking at you like, I really I don't know what's funny? funny. Is
0: this funny? Anyway. Anyway, so your dad's dying of Alzheimer's.
1: <laughs> we were ending on a high note.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Is anyway, it boom. The- you guys' boobs are funny. Um, That's
1: it. That's all we've got. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. That was Sharing Time Lesson 3. Sharing
0: Time Lesson 3, yeah. Sister Twain and the Alzheimer's.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we'll call it something else. Okay. That really sucked.
0: Um, <laughs> so, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, criticisms, denials, anything about this episode, <laughs> you can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. You can also find us at Instagram at. Hot drinks. Yeah, it's the same.
1: Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Hot, hot drinks. drinks. <laughs>
0: um, oh,
1: yeah. And many of you have found our personal accounts.
0: My personal accounts have vanished.
1: I know. What so, the
0: fuck? Guys, I don't know. I don't even know. And now I have this new account.
1: And it's just the
0: And I don't even, every time I think to post a picture, I'm like, what's the fucking
1: what's point? What's it, oh.
0: I'm becoming very existential about We're going to get thing. it back. Are we? Yeah. I keep thinking that when I cast Sex Magic. Which means masturbate.
1: Right. But literally.
0: Yeah, it does. It literally it does. does. I keep thinking, I'm going to get that Instagram back and then I come.
1: And then you come and then yeah. Instagram does not come.
0: No, I mean it will. It will. I'm sure because the will. sex magic works. Anyway. you have
1: to keep on masturbating.
0: What is your love,
1: love language, language baby? baby?
0: Is it bo- So don't forget, <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Drinks. We
1: have a party on Friday, fuckers.
0: Like one like four days from when you get this podcast
1: and if you want a link to the event bright just message us and we'll send you the link yeah. uh, if you're not on our Instagram which is hot drinks which we've said a million times the link is in the bio
0: I just want to say this really quickly okay I hate myself <laughs> <laughs> and I don't and I don't like socializing or meeting new people if you are in that same boat if you are like, I can't go to the hot drinks party. I hate myself and I hate other people. And I can't let people in because I hate myself. Just come. It's going to be really fun. It
1: is. He gets so drunk and then loves everyone.
0: I do. Yeah. I do.
1: Yeah, anyway. All right.
0: And if you're a man listening and you want to make out at the party.
1: Would that be okay with you?
0: Oh, I'm (laughs) pre-authorizing my consent. (laughs)
1: It's a pre-author.
0: It's a pre-off consent. (laughs) It's like when you get that email that's like, you've been pre-approved for this credit card. Y'all just got the email that you're pre-approved to make out with me, if you're a man. I don't want to make out with any ladies. You
1: don't. No, I don't. I'm
0: sorry, sorry, ladies. I know you love me. Yeah, they do. They love me.
1: God damn it. I'm not
0: here for you. (laughs) All right.
1: You're killing me. All right, let's say goodbye.
0: What is your love language, baby? Boobs. Goodbye. Goodbye.